Episode number 350. They literally take sometimes a fraction of a percentage of margin on an item because the average lifetime value of a Walmart customer is something over $50,000 in their lifetime. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello, and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis. Too tall and huff, folks. You know your boy is always fired up. I'm drinking my bone broth soup today this morning. Got my uh, liquid IV hydration because uh, it's 111 we were talking about with the guests today. But after this, I think you're going to think about your brand uh, a little different. Someone whose story is absolutely incredible, but it's really a story also about converting, creating funnels, strategizing and making them work and doing that at scale for businesses and brands now uh, across the globe. My man, Nathan Otwell. Nathan, are you ready to be real? I'm good, man. He's ready, baby. He's ready. He's ready to bring the fuego, baby. I like it. Um, So going back into your story and just a little bit more about you, uh, folks, uh, he literally went from commercial fishing to a small media agency and now a top tier media agency with e-commerce brands. Um, you know, and we'll talk about the case studies and, and clients and things like that, but literally taking it from a, a passion of obviously, you know, uh, fishing has to be a passion, but a work, a work strategy into the agency. So tell me about what gave you this insight, my man, into uh, a pivoting, if you want to call it, into starting an agency uh, on digital. So, I'm actually not the commercial fisherman. That is the two uh, two partners in the company. Okay, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you, got you. My bad. But so I can I can go over their story. Oh yeah, no, that's okay. But yeah, tell us a little about the story then, because that, that's interesting. I, I guess I got it confused with the the bio. My bad, guys. But bottom that's line funny. is that's the story of the business. They literally went from fishing to uh, to the agency. So, but then into your story because I care more about that to be honest with you than anything. As we have you on the show today. Uh, were you always into marketing? Were you always into uh, advertising, coming up with ideas, running you know campaigns and testing things? Yeah, so I actually started, um, I'm located here in Benville, Arkansas, which is the hometown for Walmart. Oh, yeah, And I actually absolutely. got started in my marketing career with Walmart. Wow. And I was, uh, I was on the Energizer Personal Care brand team, and gotcha. I was doing a lot of the shop marketing for all of their personal care brands inside of Walmart stores specifically. So at that time, like everything was pretty kind of traditional, like even digital was just, you know, digital banners and stuff like that, like the, the native ads and all that good stuff. And we did a lot of print, but the name of the game was to get somebody into a Walmart store, get them to that aisle, get them, get the product in the cart, cart to the checkout lane and get that thing home. Right. Right. And so that's kind of what my career started as. And then I just, by sheer luck, I got hooked up with a guy in the area that was getting into Facebook ads and Instagram ads and stuff like that. I just had a conversation with him and he told me kind of what he was doing. And I was like, man, this is really cool. And he basically offered me a job on the spot. Wow. And And I was like, okay, you know, we kind of went back and forth about, you know, the specifics and stuff like that. Right. He ended up giving me a really good offer and I was like, let's do it because it sounded really cool. And up until that point, the only social that I had really ran was like influencers 
um, paid influencers, bloggers, right. stuff like that. So I didn't really have a good, like, I didn't really know what, what all you could do with this whole, mm-hmm. you know, social media game. Because like it's that. deep, folks. You should guys know it's deep. The, 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 people say digital. I mean, there's like, what do you want to do in digital? There's so many things you can do. So many different things. So many. And um, so he kind of he kind of showed me, you know, the ins and outs and, of Facebook and stuff like that. And I, I started to realize that I could apply the stuff that I was spending $10 million a year for with these Walmart brands. Right. And apply it directly to social media. Mm-hmm. And it was 10 times cheaper. Oh, yeah, it was absolutely. it was better results. It was, you know, it was just incredible to me that we were basically cutting checks for huge amounts of money for two month, three month campaigns. I'm talking 150 to $500,000 for a three month campaign in Walmart world. Oh, absolutely. And I could take that same money and throw it at a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad and get the same type of results on much smaller budget and then scale it to the budget that I really wanted. And you get even more results and stuff like that. So like just applying the concepts and stuff like that, that I learned from the, the big bucks retail world was incredible. So that gave you the starting ground. Cause let's just be real. That's one of the best retailers uh, businesses in the world. Uh, even obviously with their acquisition of jet and sometimes they acquire things and it's for the talent. And then, then they, you know, Hey, if it, if it does well, it's still Walmart baby, you know, and, uh, it's a, an incredible business, incredible story too. I love this story. Uh, but so then now speed up to now, um, uh, take us into shop Nova because, uh, uh, the things you guys are doing, obviously incredible. And we are in a digital world where businesses and brands and consumer brands and things like that need help. Um, so you're an agency that really kind of helps these brands, uh, scale, try to figure out the right strategy, try to figure out maybe a right funnel or the right, you know, maybe mechanism or ad vehicle to use and, uh, and then run those ads, baby. Yep. That's exactly right. And I mean, we, we take it basically from start to finish. Mm. Um, even, even whenever we're talking about partnering up with a brand, you know, bringing them on and helping them out. One of the first things that we do before we even get a contract signed, talk about pricing, anything like that is we go in and we audit all of their stuff. Gotcha. We get access to their backend store. We get access to their ad accounts. Gotcha. And we just go in there and basically just look under the hood and see what they got going on. And based on our experience in the game, we kind of tell them like, here's what we would do. Here's what we could do better. Mm. Here are the missed opportunities. Here's how much, you know, return you're probably leaving on the table, oh, stuff nice. like that. And that's, that's a huge part right there is kind of going back to the basics and looking at like, you know, is this actually converting like your strategy? Is it actually converting or is it just, is it just money going out the door? And we kind of take those pieces and put them together. And yeah, after we get going, it's all about the content strategy. And then it's about, you know, finding the right audiences and the right offers Mm -hmm. at each different level of the customer journey, whether they've seen us one time or they've seen us 20 times you know, we want to give them a personal shopping experience because this is e-commerce mm. and it's so competitive now with all these brands coming into the space that if you don't set yourself apart, you'll get lost. It's, it's very hard, especially, uh, like you said, cause you could just run a million dollars in, in tomorrow and they'll take your money, but, but it doesn't, they're going to tell you if it's converting or do they really even care if it converts, um, uh, seen it too many times. Where people are like, oh, I tested Facebook ads and uh, didn't work. And I'm like, well, let's look into your ad campaign. Where the hell did you test? Oh, you tested the whole world. 
Well, people from <laughs> India don't buy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the uh, open targeting thing. The open targeting thing is something we see a lot, where people just they oh have yeah. no targeting whatsoever. Absolutely. And it's like, all right, man, if, yeah. if that's the way you want to do things. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it works if you just go spray and pray for cheap, and if you're willing to just take it as a branding play. Um, targeting some markets in, in just the general demographics, if you want to call it and not getting into the specifics, sometimes that works because it just gets the message out to an event, for instance, and on Facebook ads. And sometimes there's limitations to how much reach you can get based on your, 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 as you put in more details, folks, as you guys know, maybe if you've run a Facebook ad and you start putting in too much in there, then your audience is so damn small that, you know, it's just hard to even get any action going. So, I've even seen sometimes it is, it does make sense. Hey, let's do 18 to 25, the boost, the boost this, you know, entertainment or music event, because that's the kind of people that love to go to these kind of things. And uh, the more targeted you get, it kind of would limit the results. But like you said, if you, if you really go in with a real strategy, um, targeted is the best, especially when you're talking nationwide or you're talking larger than just a general market, local geographic demographic, um, you know, it, 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 it's a lot easier once you start talking nationwide to get traffic because there's a lot Absolutely. more people than if you're talking about just some county that you want to target or some even state sometimes um, versus if you talk about the United States or you talk about North America, you know, you're just talking about much more people that you could target. But that leads me into uh, the types of people that you guys love to synergize with, man. Who are the types of brands that you guys find that like really thrive with? Like who do you find that you... <sighs> Tend Man, to, we, I'm sure it's a lot of different types of people. Oh, um, so it started like we were heavy, heavy into the apparel stuff. Got you. Um, you know, shirts, right? Pants, shoes, uh, boutiques, stuff like that. Like heavy, heavy into apparel. Right. And then 2020 was a boom where it wasn't just clothing brands that were that were starting to build their online stores and advertise online, but it was like food brands. And tech brands, absolutely. Um, Traditional get, brick and mortar brands had to bring their shit to the to, to the to the table. Had to, had, had to. to. You, you couldn't survive. I mean, in this area alone, I would say probably we had we had a good twenty five to thirty percent of businesses that had to shut their doors because rent was too expensive. Right. They weren't getting any sales coming through. Like they had to shut down, yep. and our, it was an immediate pivot to online. Right. And what they found was that they actually did better online than they did in brick and mortar. Mm. And what happened was they were like, I don't need to pay this seven to $10,000 rent anymore. Change the model. They changed the model completely. The cloud, so kitchen, evolved. The cloud like kitchen evolved in the restaurant business. And these, uh, I like, I literally have seen it with some of my restaurant clients that just embraced DoorDash and some of this shit. And they thought at first they were like, I don't want to give all this money. And then one of my clients, uh, she told me a few weeks ago, we had a meeting she was the number one breakfast and lunch on DoorDash in the West coast. And it's a smaller franchise. Like, I mean, like 20, 30 locations, they're not um, Denny's, um, but they have amazing food and people order the shit out of it. So the whole point is her sales are through the roof because not only did she have some sort of obviously half-assed open and shut business outside, inside, blah, blah, blah. But she had an uptick and a surge. Like you talked about that happened where people adopted online sales uh, through the mobile devices, through DoorDash, and through obviously, obviously we know Amazon, and we know the be- the beasts out there, Amazon, eBay, blah blah blah. But food was DoorDash and and and, and Uber Eats, and next thing you know, they're up thirty percent in sales because right. they have a ton of sales flying through the door. They don't got to service the customer. 
They do have to, you know, work out the commission structure, but it's bringing in business without having to facilitate the, you know, uh, the, the, the service of that customer, you know, and, uh, all you gotta do is make the food and fly it out. You know, someone picks it up, you don't got to deliver it. Boom, let's go, baby. So I think more and more businesses are going to embrace that. And if they aren't, they're obviously, uh, going to be in trouble, especially in the restaurant business. Let's just be real. Um, but so, so it's really kind of every type of brand, but what are the concerns that they're having for right now? Like, what are the things that you're seeing that they're like, Nathan, I really need help with this or et cetera. The biggest concern that most of them have is that they have no idea like how to actually make that content strategy and that customer mm-hmm. journey, so to speak. Gotcha. Um, they know that they, they know that they need traffic. You know, every, it, it's basically just like, a physical location. You have to have foot traffic to get sales, right? Right. It's the same Absolutely. thing online. Right. Same thing online. You've got to have traffic to get any kind of, any kind of sales. So they usually try to just do it like, like I just want to get something up. Gotcha. And I just want to, I just want to do it the easiest way possible. And that usually bites them in the butt, like right away, because that's whenever they start wasting money and they're not seeing sales, they get discouraged. Mm-hmm. And they don't know why, you know, it's, it's like they might, you know, look at YouTube or something like that and get some pointers and stuff like that. But, but it's one of those things where, you know, the concern is we have no idea how to build an actual strategy that is sustainable month after month after month. Right. That's the biggest concern by far. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's the proven strategy is what he said month after month after month after being in the social media agency business for 12 years now, knowing that, how difficult it can be for customers and knowing that the best customers are just in it for the long term, man. They're not in it for a, a short term pop. Yeah. You can have an one off sale. You can, you got a bunch of inventory that you want to get rid of. Of course you can do some sort of blowout sale or, you know, you want to push some sort of uh, event and you want to give a promotion to get, get it packed. You can do those things on social. We see it time and time again, but overall, a lot of times it's just to listen when people have concerns, questions, engaging them, obviously with content, new products, new offers, telling the stories of the customers. We always love using the strategy of giving too. Do you guys ever uh, involve that as well into some of the client strategies? Leveraging maybe some of their product to get names, phone numbers, email addresses, and things like that, contesting. Absolutely. Um, we see a lot of the, the gamification really came out and kind of changed that whole thing where you can like, you know, the little carousels and stuff right. like that. that are, instead of the pop-up of you want 10% off your first order, it's a game. It's like, you know, you can get 10% off your first order or you can get your first order for free yeah. if you just spin you, this you wheel. Play this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And Love that. that. Those, are, Fun. those are pretty cool. Those are pretty cool now. So that's um, maybe a new a new way that retailers can do that. Even if you're a brick and mortar, that's a fun way of uh, getting people to sign up. You know, get, get a, you know, give your email address, and you can get a chance to win pizza for life, or you're gonna win a free appetizer, or you're gonna win a fifty cents off, or whatever. You're gonna someone's gonna win everything, but your prizes are tiered, and uh, everyone's going for the chase, the free pizza for the year. Let's just be real. But the most important for the for business is uh, a lot of times people give, but then they don't get anything back, meaning they don't get an email address. They don't get a phone number. They don't get anything back from their customers sometimes too. I see it time and time again. And, uh, and not that that's bad, you know, giving without receiving, you know, that's fine. But uh, it's really important now to have the email addresses. Don't you agree? Like having the, this communication with the customer. Absolutely. We, uh, email, 
In in e-commerce alone, email typically accounts for over sixty percent of your sales. Boom. And so, um, and a lot of those are past past purchasers that you get email addresses from. Right. And so, one of the things that I really strongly suggest to people, and I learned this from my time in personal care with the Walmart stuff. You know, whenever you uh, when you buy a razor handle, they always give you a cartridge of razor blades for free, or they right. give you a little mini shave. A tiny amount of stuff. Yeah, they give you like a yeah. little test. Little, little mini shave gel, you know, to test that out because they want you to go with the whole system. Right. They want you to switch from another brand or they want, either way, they want you to buy the entire system. They don't want you to just buy that one-off product, right? And so the best thing to do that I tell people to get email addresses is not just, you know, offer that easy 10%. Here's the thing. A lot of people figured out 10% at this point is just sales tax. It's all sniffed. Yeah. Sniffed out. Yeah. That's been sniffed out. I mean, shipping, shipping costs more than 10% at this point. So it's like, you know, in order to get that free, free email address or whatever you want to call it. A quality, I would say a quality email address too. You don't want to just get, you know, spammers and blah, blah, blah too. So it's getting, it's a combination of getting the a really quality email address to people that wants to put that in. They want to give you and they want to be in touch with you too, you know? So, uh, so, so but, give them something. That's what I always recommend. Like give them something that they can try, you know, maybe it's a free gift with an you. order, an order over $45 or whatever the case may be. Right. Whatever that looks like for your margin, give them a little free gift to a make little. them try mm. your other products. And what you'll find is those people will come back and they'll buy that thing. I like that. He's giving you the big boy tips right there from the Walmart. Uh, <laughs> hey, that is a that is a great strategy, guys. Uh, instead of giving ten percent, give them a package, and it's upselling other stuff, and you're you're introducing them into the full system, like you talked about it. If you're talking about skincare or in every business, there's something else that you can offer them. Let's just be real. Every single business has got something you can package in there, or if you're going to do a percentage off. Think about a more aggressive percent than 10%. I like 33%, 50%, you know, buy one, get one free, starts to make people move. Uh, I've seen a lot of success for people in gift cards doing $60 gift cards of value for like like $100 for 60 bucks where they feel like they're getting, you know, and that's not bad. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. It really they have is. to go. They have to go use the gift card. Right. So you're getting you're getting the money right back. It's instant cash flow. And then you're going to be getting the money back. And then most of the time, people, when they have gift cards or things like that, if they've given it as a present or whatever, they upsell, they, they tend to do more. And so, yeah, I think it's just, hey, it is, uh, it's a fun world, but I would say with the discount, don't do 10%, guys. People have sniffed <laughs> that one out by now, unless it's a million-dollar home and it's a 10%. You know, that's a different kind of discount. But, uh, right. but, you know, when you're talking just normal stuff, I think people see that. And, and time and time again, you go to websites, save 10% and give us your email. And it's like, no, you're better off saying, hey, check out this free new bone broth that we got for you. And if you like bone broth or you don't like bone broth and you wanted to taste bone broth, give us your email and your phone and your address. And we're going to send you one, uh, at no cost. Or if you were buying, you know, coffee and they want to get you into bone broth, they add on two or three of these, you know, free bone broths for the, 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 uh, you know, the email address or mm-hmm. just because just to make that, that purchase happen, you know? And, uh, yep. But like you said, introduce them to the whole package. People that like coffee also might like bone broth, and they also might like X, Y, and Z uh, products. And and uh, and that's a, that's another way to grow the business, right? Is just to basically kind of introduce these customers that are already currently buying from you to something new. Hey, try this new thing. You know, uh, Starbucks has done a great job with that. They come in for the latte, and next thing you know, you're buying uh, 
breakfast sandwiches. And <laughs> yep, exactly. And that's, so, and that's the name of the game with the Walmart world is basically everything is like their, their whole, uh, you know, shtick is the everyday low prices, right? You're going to go in there and you're going to find the best prices available. Right. And here's what you got to remember. They can do that. And they, they literally take sometimes a fraction of a percentage of margin on an item because the average lifetime value of a Walmart customer is something over $50,000 in their lifetime. And so so strong. There you go. Like once you get something in that cart, it's over with. Like they're going to come back at some point and get some more stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it really is that lifetime value that you have to be concerned about. So if you get all these stu- if you get all this stuff in somebody's cart and you drive that lifetime value up over the next 2 to 3 years, all of a sudden you start to go into your back end. You've got you've got people that have bought thousands of dollars worth of items from you in the past Every 3 month. to 5 years. Yeah, like every month they're consistent, they're loyal, they like their X, Y, and Z consumable goods. We we consume these things, we we eat them, and then we we come back and buy more. So uh, or we make a different decision. We say, hey, you know, what? I'm gonna try this competitor. I'm gonna try this, and we're seeing some interesting things. I was uh, t- joking with my wife because she likes the white claw. Uh, they're in a white claw shortage, guys. It's a uh, it's a real thing. It's a uh, th- th- there's no demand. There's too much damn demand for the product, and they can't get the 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 the. The, the canisters, I think they said something about the canisters. They can't get that in stock as you're seeing a lot of these different businesses having the kind of supply chain issues. That's yeah. a different one. You never thought they'd be selling so many damn of these, you know, things. And obviously let's just be real. All the competitive cl- uh, seltzer claws, et cetera. They're just basically kind of knocking them off. There are a lot of different ones out there. Cause it's kind of a new category and uh, but very interesting. Cause now you can't get them, you know? So now yeah. the price is going up baby on those suckers. If you have them, uh, hold them, baby, and don't drink them because they're <laughs> <laughs> hard to do. But uh, but still, it, it's very interesting in consumables because uh, there might be shortages on stuff. We don't know. You know, there's some things that might just – people, there's buy, buy more. We saw it with toilet paper. We saw all sorts of stuff. People might be doing the same thing right now with an item, and then you try to go buy it, it ain't there. I, I literally went this morning. I tried to go out, get my wife some white cloth. They ain't there, baby. They don't got them. They, they got some other brand. I'm like, oh, do you want these ones? She's going to Target right now. I got to go find these things. Um, it's just funny how our consumers also are loyal to certain brands too. We're not willing to go try something new, uh, even though it's sitting right there. Uh, but my man, I really appreciate your soul and energy, but I have a question for you. Are you ready to go into our top 10? Absolutely, man. Let's, Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple all day. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram for pleasure, Facebook for work. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. Chicken or snake? Ooh. Snake. Snake. Laptop or a smartphone? Again, smartphone for pleasure, laptop for work. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. That's my style too. Uh, Spotify or Pandora? If you're thinking about music or content. Oh, man. I used to be all about Pandora, and then I'm on Spotify now, 100%. Spotify, the catalogs, and just be able to dive into things. You got the Joe Rogan podcast. You got so many different content creators now on there, and uh, just an incredible platform. Also, with the curation and all the different things they got going on. And and actually, a really good algorithm they got going on the back end of that thing. Uh, Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. And reading books or listening to books? 
Reading books. Reading books, the physical. And when you're thinking about diversification in your life, uh, stocks or real estate? Real estate. Real estate, baby. Okay. And if, uh, you know, you're going on, today's the day. We need a little vacation time, time to relax. You deserve it, my man. You've been working hard. What are you going to choose, an ocean or a lake? Oh, I'm on a lake, man. Let's go, baby. I've got a wake boat. I've got a wake boat. Oh, nice. I like that. Where's your favorite place to go, Lake, uh, where you're at? So we're, we've got a lake in Arkansas called Beaver Lake. It's huge, massive. And uh, we also go to Missouri every now and then to Table Rock Lake. Gotcha. And dude, it's, it's party town on the lakes, man. Oh yeah. Party town, baby. Everyone's tying up and uh, you see some things on lakes. It's like Vegas, baby. It's it's a good old time out there. Uh, Definitely. But also it's interesting how the power of just a lot of water around you, a boat, the wind, having fun. Uh, it brings a lot of feeling that freedom and feeling like, damn, this is awesome. Like there's nothing like Absolutely. it. And you can't necessarily do that on the ocean as a human. Cause you might get freaking capsized or whatever. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, there's too many stories of fucking people going out there and I got this thing. And next thing you know, the freaking coast guard's coming for you. Cause the ocean is a whole nother ball game, baby. Um, uh, unless you know how to do it, unless you got the boat and you know how to do it. Uh, I mean, even people that do that, they still have issues because the ocean is a whole nother ball game. Um, and when you're waking up in your morning, my man, you're getting yourself ready for your day. Mindset pumped. Uh, why do you love being you? I love being me because, and this, this sounds really weird to people, but I can, ever since I started getting into this career, I wake up, and I can literally make somebody money like in two hours, three hours, four hours, whatever the case may be. I it's, 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 it's like a God complex kind of where right. I can, I can sit there on my computer and I can literally make somebody money like That's crazy. today think or tomorrow. That. Right. Because the knowledge that you have, right? Like because of the system and the knowledge and the experience and the team probably and et cetera, that uh, things that, you know, you can do, but that is cool. I mean, that is awesome. Uh, the ability to be able to uh, help make businesses more money. I remember honest Absolutely. to God, Nathan, when I started my job, uh, my, my career right out of college, right into Disney at channel 30, which is an ABC television owned station by Disney, big, you know, resources, blah, blah, blah. Great opportunity. One of my old dudes, uh, Carl Cox from Arkansas says, Hey, so he always said, remember this, when you're talking to people, remember to tell them, this is all it is. If I do my job right, I'm going to make you more money. And that was all he basically did in most of his pitches. He's still working exactly. at the same job, uh, you know, been there for many, many years, a great salesman. Doesn't have to get into the nitty gritties of spots and dots and that CPR or GPR, you know, all these different things that people want. Because basically, you really keep it simple. If I do my job right, I know all the, I know how to take care of you. I know, I know where I've been working here for 30 years. I know everything. If I do my job right, I'll make you more money. That, and oh, it was sure. really funny because that was, it would work. It was, it would really work, especially in advertising and marketing. I think we overcomplicate it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What you absolutely. said was like just the power of being able to, I can make you more money. Like that was it, you know? And, uh, it really does work. So I like that. I like that. He's got the power, folks. Uh, do you think you'll ever retire from the game of uh, marketing, doing things like that? Dude, I don't think, like, for everything, I, I love taking my time with my family and stuff, but I am such a workaholic. Like, I yes. love it. I love what I do. Right. And I don't know. I don't think I'll retire anytime soon. Maybe, maybe whenever I'm 50 and my wife is on me about it and, like, hey, 
like get out let's do let's do things do maybe more traveling or something how do you do you have kids oh yeah i've got two two kids what how they how were the ages what are the ages so I've got one eight-year-old and I've oh, got nice. one one-year-old. Oh wow! Um, there we go. There we go. I got a two-year-old and a two-month-old. So I'm right there with you, my man. It's a, it's no nuts. joke being a parent is and being a pop entrepreneur like you are too. Being someone that's you know working and embracing family, uh, it, it's important, man, to to get to embrace those moments because as you know, you got an eight-year-old shit. They, they just they just fly by. Boom. Next thing you know they're Absolutely. eight. Next thing you know they're eighteen. Next thing you know, hey, bye, dad, or you know whatever. It's like. Uh, it's important to also appreciate that time, man. So cool to have a job as well that allows you to embrace that. Um, do you have a routine to start your day? Dude, I'm I'm a coffee and get to work guy. Nice. Old, old school, traditional. Like, oh, yeah. My, my no-no read the paper and drank his coffee and went to work and I do the same thing. So now it's on my phone. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got There's the phone. Everything's right there. It's incredible now. We got the phone, devices, wherever you want to get to work, baby. You can work. And work looks a lot of different for everyone. Different, you know? Every, Absolutely. Work just looks different. You're working still on your phone, even if you are working on your phone emails. You know what I mean? You literally are working on this damn thing. And most of us are working too damn much on that thing. So I would say have a, have a routine to put that thing down too at night because it's, it's tempting. It is too tempting. And there's too many damn things that can happen on that thing as far as just things you can buy, things you can do, things you can research. It's incredible. Um, is there a skill you're trying to master right now? Is there something you're trying to get better at, trying to you know, perfect or just push yourself to be better at? So uh, right now I'm all about uh, diversification on the advertising platforms. Right. You know, I got, I got heavy into Facebook and Instagram. And after, you know, everything that's been going on with Facebook over the last three years, it's just one of those things where you're like, you're taking a step back and you're looking at it and you're like, I've got to stop putting all my eggs in one basket. I agree. So yeah, I agree. I've been getting over into YouTube a lot, uh, you. Google search. Like I, I've been doing a lot of Google stuff over the last, I'd Very say effective. eight months. And right now I'm really, really like, I can't personally get into TikTok, like watching the videos and stuff, but advertising on it. I, like that's something that's, it's, it's cool right now for sure. Yeah, I think anytime you can embrace the ad side of the new platform, Sometimes exactly. you can't be a content creator on that platform. Sometimes you can't spend all your life doing content, you TikToks and blah, blah, blah. But if you're a brand that aligns with that audience, you can literally find a way to run ads. I remember doing that with Snapchat when it first started out and doing the geo filters and things like that. You don't got to run a full-time Snapchat, but you can still be part of Snapchat. When people come to your spot, you can have geo filters running. You know what I mean? And, and you can just be a part of that brand. And I think it's the same thing because you can't be on every platform. Most, unless you're McDonald's, Walmart, got deep pockets, big teams, big, you know, big resources, most businesses and brands, it's not relevant to be on all platforms, you know, it just doesn't, it's not relevant. But I like to say the ads of the new platforms, like the new ones, like right now we're talking about the TikTok. Why not just right. test these new ads on the TikToks because you don't have to be a creator, but you're still in the feed. You're still, you know, and then you're, you're seeing what works. Hey, this is kind of cool. Or, you know, it takes off. And or it doesn't work, and you haven't lost a lot either. You know, uh, it's the beauty of digital as well. Uh, so testing is is a a big part of the the. It's it's a it's a fun part of marketers. I like. I think that's one of the funnest part. Do you have a favorite app or a tool that you like using on a daily basis? Um, Slack, Asana. Slack. Oh yeah, absolutely. To stay in touch with the team, make sure everyone's uh on their p's and q's. 
So yeah, do you manage absolutely. people as well, or do you just manage projects as, as far as the marketing? Oh yeah, director? we've got a we've got a full uh, full team uh, for content. Yes. and I also have a couple of team members for direct response, our email marketing. Um, I pretty much touch everything as far as strategy goes, and you know talk to them on a daily basis and stuff. But yeah, we've got a good team for sure. Because managing people is not easy either. I mean, helping manage people, get projects done. Uh, not be a dick about it, but still be a dick about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. I'm pretty good about that. Uh, I used to be, I used to be a football coach and a teacher whenever got I got you. out of college. Got and so, you. like, I have the football coach part of me, and I also have the teacher part of me, and so awesome. I can go back and forth like that for you sure. Push them a little bit. Say, go get another rip in. Let's hit this thing again. Let's go, baby. You can do it. You can do better than that. Let's go. Uh, if you could sit down and chop it up to, uh, with a steak dinner with anyone in the world and they're coming to you, who would you want to sit down and chop it up with? Oh, man, that is a great question. And so alive? It doesn't um, matter. It does not matter. We've had so many different answers on this. I'd like to talk it. I'd like to talk with Conor McGregor. 100%. Oh, hell yeah, baby. Woo! 100 percent believable an unbelievable athlete and his story is incredible and he's a big believer about uh, a mindset abundance yep. putting out what you believe in he believes all that shit and it's coming true for him 100 million dollars last year and uh and he lost the fight i mean let's just be real i mean he, that's important he's a good fighter he's a good fucking he had a good and they're going again baby and i think Carter will get him this time because he's going to be a little more prepared but uh in the business of that business, it's all about the show. It's all about mm -hmm. the entertainment experience. It doesn't really matter if you win or lose, if you still make a hundred million dollars, as well as he's obviously owned businesses and part of brands and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but just an incredible story, man, about that mindset, because how many guys out there are fighting from his, in his same homeland uh, that are pretty damn good fighters that never took that step. Right. And, you know, on the international stage. And like, I think it does have something really truly to believe about his, um, his almost ins insane belief of whatever you put in your mind can happen. And basically like all these things. And if you guys don't believe me, just type in Conor McGregor uh, <laughs> inspirational quotes or videos. And there's like tons of them where he's just like saying shit. And it's like, wow, this dude has been, that's why he's Conor McGregor, man. So I like that one, man, because we've never had that one. And I like Conor McGregor. I like that dude. Uh, it has there been a book that has changed your life or something you either reread or you either kind of just sticks to your soul, Nathan. So I would say that uh, as far as a business perspective goes, mm -hmm. if you have not, and again, I know I keep talking about the Walmart thing, but if you have not read Sam Walton's Made in America book, you have to read it. It's, it's hands down, like whenever I, think of, whenever I think of any type of business principles, it goes right back to that book. You know, he talks about taking care of his team so that they, could, they take care of his customers he talks about how he built the whole thing from scratch. And, you know, it's just, it's a perfect, like exactly what the title says, Made in America story. Mm. And crazy because that, that brand is everywhere. I mean, just think about how many manufacturers manufacture them. Think about how many places they are. And when they get in Walmart and like new cities, it's like lines out the door because of the savings that these people mm -hmm. in other countries have never gotten that we've obviously experienced because we're here, but they come to a different country like Mexico or some of these other places. It's that's the place they go, you know? And so, uh, an incredible company. I always like the, the fact that I remember said like something about 
him not like them saying, why are you locate? Why do you want your locations out so far and not being in the town and uh, him basically saying, Hey, you know what? These people, I want this, this stuff for the everyday person out there. And these people from the city are going to drive out to the store. Basically it was his kind of mindset was, and I thought, damn, that's a way a different, whole different ball game when you really think about it, but it's true. People will drive for a deal. People will drive to a flea market or to a, a an event or to, wherever. And so they'll drive to Walmart, you know, they'll drive an hour, they'll drive two hours and uh, to save it, save money. And also, like you said, their, their margins are so thin that they can't, how, who's going to compete? Like no mm-hmm. one is going to compete. So uh, maybe Amazon, but, but sometimes Amazon's not vice versa, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, but truly an incredible story made in America. Go check out that book. Where's your favorite place to hang out? Where's your favorite place to hang out online? Uh, so for you socially, I, I saw, I think I saw you on the, on LinkedIn. We just connected. Yeah. Um, as far as online goes, I typically, I, I typically hang out on Instagram socially. Gotcha. Um, LinkedIn is really my networking platform that I, you know, it's not really a pleasure. Personal. Right, right. Yeah. It's a lot of networking and I, I like to network with the people that I, I always like to keep my business and personal separate. Like it's, it's just the way I am. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I've got my family life and I've got my professional life Absolutely. and I just like to keep them separate. So I hang out on Instagram, but I network on LinkedIn. It's a really good. And give your Instagram a shout out so we can get, maybe follow you personally if you want to follow the personal story. So my personal uh, Instagram is at the angry marketer. Nice. At all one word. The angry company. Yeah. The angry marketer. I love that. I love that. (laughs) And then talk about the company, baby. Where's the best place for people to learn more about you, the business online. So if they go and type in shopanova.com, that's easy. We're also on every social media platform. You can check out our Instagram, which is at, underscore shop nova underscore gotcha and we'll make it easy y'all we'll put it in the show notes so just hit the description and you're gonna just be clicking right to that my man i love your story you have an incredible story i love your soul and energy and passion for life i love the brand too man and uh continue to keep blessing people i like that you wake up every day and you can literally make someone some millions and more money uh, and that's a powerful thing in this world. And also if you're, if you're literally on the edge guys of your seat, you need to take up, you know, go check them out online because literally your brand could be making more doing the same thing you're already doing, but just bringing in more sales, bringing in more mm-hmm. fun, bringing in more business to you and doing it at scale. Uh, my man, thank you so much for your time today. You've been hanging out with the legend in the game, Nathan Otwell and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today and let's keep being what another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the b-roll show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today we're all going through a lot right now and real time outsource my business is giving back to local and small businesses through our social media services and campaigns we are actually helping small businesses get more exposure during these times and also when we get through these times 
at the end of the day, we don't know how long this is all going to last. But most importantly, you got to think about your business right now and take it seriously. So come check us out at realtimeoutsource.com, realtimeoutsource.com. And we would love for you to qualify and get the process started where we can take a look at your business and see if we can qualify you for some of our services. Um, at uh, little to no cost for most of the businesses, and uh, and and some businesses, you know, you're gonna have to pay, but that's just part of life, right? But most importantly, is that I think this is the time, folks, that you can actually help thrive in your business. And so, I would love to help you personally with our team. We're all going through a tough time right now, so take advantage of us. Realtimeoutsource.com. Check us out, and we would love to do some business with you and help you with your social and digital media in 2020 and beyond.